It's your ATO show. Uh, Matt, Sam, Jack, Lucky, John, Efren, Full House tonight. Uh, we're going to introduce a new segment here. It's called Advanced Analytics. I'm, I'm going to read an analytic, and you're going to tell me who that analytic is referring to. Everyone ready? All right. Let's yeah. go. Advanced Analytic, number one. He hit eight three-pointers in six minutes in the third quarter of the game against the Cavs, which is 1.25 threes per minute. Who am I talking about? R.J. Hunter. R.J. <laughs> Hunter. R.J. Hunter. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with Sam. I agree with Sam. This is R.J. Hunter. I always knew he had it in him. Finally, that first Brown pick paid off. I knew I loved him for a reason. Um, yeah, I just wish we could have ch- cut James Young sooner to get him on the team. Um, real talk though. Cause I, I mean, that's obviously Carson, but like the Carson might be like a really like, I don't want to like get too far ahead of myself. I think I said this last time I was on the pod, but like, he might be like actually like insanely good. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, like really good last week. I was like, eh, let's not, let's not jump the gun here. But if he's yeah. going to be shooting like 10, 11 threes per 36 and is going to hit like, around 40% of them. <laughs> he hit 46 preseason and summer league. He's 46. Even if he's like Unlike, 38 to 40, that's insanely yeah. valuable. And we're talking about yeah. one of the great shooters. What the, and not only, but it's not even like he's getting like these wide open corner kick out close threes. He's just fucking doing Steph Curry launches with like two guys on him. Like it is. give him any daylight. He's just, it's going up and it's, Awesome. He's creating so many gravity problems. There's literally two people, I think, in the NBA that shoot the distance that he's doing right now at the consistency that he's doing, and it's like Dame and Steph. Yeah. And and Ryan Anderson. The, and, <laughs> <laughs> and Ryan Anderson. The gunner. So you, take, you take the skill of that and then combine it with like the fact that it's also very incredibly hard to convince a player to take like over 10 threes a game. I was always like... When Kyrie was on the team, I was like, he should take 10 threes a game because he shoots like 40%. Like, that'd be great. But he still wouldn't want to do it because he also takes mid-range and all those dumb shots and shit. But Carson's like, I'm going to fucking fire threes from 30 feet. And it's like, that's a very valuable thing to have. Yeah. It doesn't matter if he starts or what. Like, he's just going to fire. I mean, it remains to be seen if he's as good as a three-point shooter as he's shown. He didn't shoot it too well last year, at least percentage-wise. He got him up there, though. Uh, but the the year before, um, he he certainly shot well. So I mean, it his mechanics seen, are but, just like so good, though. Well, you could like, you could see it's the gravity. So fast. Yes, you could see the gravitational effect that he had uh, throughout yeah. the game and how how much it opens up stuff. So I mean, the fact that he shoots so often is valuable in and of itself. But I mean, if he can hit with you know good accuracy, that's uh, that's really what you're looking for in a backup point guard. Um, no, we, no, no, no. He's not even our backup point guard. Tremont Waters coming in at the back <laughs> point guard spot. I mean, now, as great as it is, we have a new concern because we have the smallest backcourt ever. But um, definitely uh, Tremont Waters over Brad Wanamaker any day. I, yeah, I would. Yeah, I don't know. Everybody was saying I've, I, the knowledgeable take seems to be that, well, because what I've floated this is like uh, everyone seems to be like, no, you need like a big point guard brad manny weaker's like big he's serviceable i don't know man like tremont waters like a lot of like the really knowledgeable guys who like just watch g league and like these 
fringe guys. Like they, everybody seems to agree that Tremont's like one of the, like the three best, like not in the league yet guys. And I'm inclined to agree with them just to watching how fucking like good he is. Like dominant. Yeah. Well, you, you, know, really, he, you guys gave away and, by advanced analytic number two. Um, okay. Which is uh, Tremont Waters stole the ball from Jordan Clarkson on 2.0 possessions in a row against the Cavs. Uh, he also added 24.0 points and 7.0 assists in that game. Well, I mean, we did know that Tremont Waters beats up on G League players and G League talent, so that's not that's not too big of a stat. Woo! No, Take that, Jordan Tremont's Clarkson. Defenses. You've had it too easy for too long. <laughs> Zinger. Gotcha, bitch. Sorry. Go on. No, I just can't believe. With his size, it's so hard. Like we saw, I mean, we all saw Isaiah Thomas. And Isaiah tried really hard on defense. He just didn't have it. But, like, Tremont has smarts ability to see where offenses will go before they actually go there. Yeah. And he puts himself in the perfect spot. And he's just like a ball. He just has his nose on the ball. And it's like he gets a a lot of steals. And he's not even, like, he's not selling out almost any time. It's weird. Give me, give me more hot Tremont Waters takes. Better than um, Stockton. Better than who? John Stockton. Yep, I agree. Um, are we sure? Are we sure he's better? Are we sure Kemba is better than Tremont Waters? Are we sure? I'm just I saying. Know, yeah, I know Javante Green is better than Shemi Ojale. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Javante Green is probably better than Michael Jordan. That's also he's true. more athletic, at least. Absolutely. Um, I got a couple takes on, on Tremont. I don't know. A, cu- a couple things on Tremont. Um, one, his finishing around the rim yesterday, or if you're listening to this, I guess two days ago, was like incredible. <laughs> he was yeah. he was doing it from all angles with both hands in all sorts of ways. I, it's kind of insane that he fell to to fifty first. Yeah. Um, to his his burst was was just out of this world um it 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 really did give me isaiah thomas vibes same same with carson edwards coming off those screens especially yeah i was about to say yeah carson's shooting like the way the the way he gets the dribble handoffs or like they'll do something where some sort of screening action near the top where the big man will screen the guy or get the ball and then a second he gets hung up like the big man gets the ball right back to carson and he's up with it like that's straight it handbook and i think we're seeing that i think that's i think that's on purpose i think brad stevens is purposefully putting him in the same type of plays that you know he drew up for isaiah thomas to kind of make isaiah thomas such an incredible offensive weapon because when you're dealing with guys with height you know you have you know there are these cheat codes you can use to help get these guys get the shot off and you know shooting behind big guys is one of those ways I mean, the way Carson creates space, too, in the paint, like, I think it was in the Orlando game. He had a take where he kind of just put his sh- – I forget who was guarding him, but he, he just put the shoulder down, kind of nudged the guy out of the way. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be hesitant to say this name, but it was almost Kobe-esque in how he created space in the paint for a guy that was, you know, that's 5'11", who's being guarded by a guy that's, you know, 6'3", 6'4". Are you expecting a down for, year from him? For, forgive me, I have sinned. Yeah, for, <laughs> forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Hey, yeah. he By the, the way, too. every step like has like some sort of like push to it, and like he, yeah. he's he just is the strength, his, his lower his body thighs. strength. <laughs> I know. Oh my God, the, the quads, <laughs> the beef bullet. Now, by the way, real quick, fuck Tim Bontemps for that Kobe 
sorry. I'm so mad at him. <laughs> I'm so mad at him for that. That de- calling that story the decobification. Like made Tatum mad on purpose. Like Tatum like now feels like he has to defend Kobe. Like, no, actually, mid rangers are good. Fuck fuck that. Fuck Dude, that. Everybody I'm was doing so that. Mad today. At him about that. Or, I'm so mad today, about but... that stupid story. Writers don't come up with the headlines though, right? That that's like the I don't know, maybe. I don't know. The, it's, he's the one mad who took, at Tim Bontemps is a, is he, he a took good the excuse. angle. He took the angle of, oh look, uh, the Kobe is the wrong. What was wrong with him? Which yes, but don't say it. We know Tatum. Tatum loves it. He's got. We gotta like let him Costanza this. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Otherwise, what he needs to Costanza the opposite Kobe. Ah, okay. The, I don't know. So doing everything the opposite of Kobe does, but he. He won't because he loves Kobe and he's going to defend him and take all of Kobe's garbage shit. Even though when he did all the stupid Kobe shit last year, it was awful and it sucked. Oh, God, I'm going to be so mad if he had that such a good that first summer league game. He was exactly what I wanted um, from him. And it's all going to get ruined because Kobe got mad again or Tatum got mad at an article saying Kobe's bad. Give me more about Carson Edwards and Tremont Waters. I, I want to hear more about these guys it, it looks like the celtics have got two guys who are at least going to be rotational players and could potentially be a little well, special tremont tremont might not even make the team though well he's going to be on the two-way he'll, he'll be on a two-way but like that's what i'm saying though is he's he's not he's probably not going to like play in games unless like well we know smart's going to get hurt like i don't know diving into head first into the glass to on like a dead ball to like break the enemy's like concentration. So, you, you know, Marcus is probably going to miss Marcus usually misses like 12 to 13 games, like breaking his hand or a thumb or something on like a hustle play. But like, I don't know. I don't know if Brad Wanamaker, like, I guess that's why the, why the Brad Wanamaker thing, I, I, I've heard time that the Celtics just have so much ball handling on the team. Do you really need like a, Tremont's just got to go through so many guys to get any like realistic like playing time, which is what I think is the thing that sucks about this. Carson, I, mean, I think, yeah, is has a much clearer path. Two are, yeah. There's only so many games. Yeah, like something four. like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he'll Car- come anywhere near that. But like, Carson's going to be a time though. He's gonna. He's gonna. Yes. Be, like, no, Carson will be in the right. Carry, the, the, like, except yeah. just not the, the Carson dying the ball. Yeah, the Carson Marcus. The Carson and Marcus Smart backcourt coming off the bench is going to be absolutely insane. Yeah. Just think like about all of Terry's minutes. All of Terry's minutes. Just give hey, me yeah. Okay, guys, way to kick me while I'm down. All right. <laughs> let's just think yeah, about. Yeah. Let's, let's just think about how the bench couldn't score at all. Like, like what a turd sandwich the the bench was last year. Like when it came to offensive stuff. Um, I mean, take out if you take out Ojale and Wanamaker, there's room for both. And maybe yeah. Cantor too. Yeah, I, mean, I don't I think don't our, know. Bench, our bench scoring woes aren't solved by just the existence of Carson Edwards, though. I think I it's disagree. Also, I think it's, it's gonna. Oh, it's I think, solved. <laughs> it's fixed. <laughs> it's fixed. <laughs> I can't imagine him. He's he's so. going to shoot eight of fifteen every <laughs> in every game. game. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> no, I think those woes might. Have, well, I mean, it, Cantor coming off the bench probably helps a lot <sighs> of that. Well, there'll uh, be a lot of <laughs> advanced analytic number three. His block percentage was. One percent lower than Carson Edwards in the preseason, despite him being six eleven. Who is it? Time Lord. 
No. En- Ennis Cantor? Yeah, I hope it's Ennis Cantor. If it's Definitely time. not. No, it, it is. It is Ennis Cantor. Yes. Oh, God. Why, right. why do How about, we, he have short why arms? Do we Does Dennis him? Cantor have short arms, like a short wingspan? What is his deal? Like he's terminally <laughs> corny. He's terminal <laughs> corniness. So there's no like when you're terminally corny, it makes your skeleton shrivel up and you can't raise your arms as high. He's also like, thinking about like the Clinton Foundation and like where they're gonna you know, what they're gonna invest in next and how can he be an asset to you know. Maybe everyone's right. Maybe, maybe he's a terrorist. No, <laughs> um, there's very Let's... little evidence to support the idea that his candor is like good. Um, and he's he's got a good offensive rebound percentage, and that's that's like, isn't that one of um what's his name? The four factors. Is that Dean Oliver? I don't know who it is. Um, but uh, yeah. All the evidence shows he's very bad on defense, and he's not good on offense, and he seems to be worse now than he, does <laughs> than he has worse. been at any other point. Maybe the whole shoulder thing fucked him up for this stage of his career. I mean, he wasn't – I've never been a big Ennis Cantor guy, but watching him this preseason, for a guy who spent a lot of time working out this summer when he's not hosting 350 free children basketball camps, it's pretty strange to see – a guy so bad coming with a reputation of being decent, I guess. Well, I think everybody knew, like knew he was bad, but it's just like I like like at defense, but it's just like it's so David glaringly Lee obvious. Guys. Yeah, like it honestly worse. Like I don't remember, like David Lee would sometimes try, like even Jared Sullinger, like knew where like knew where he wanted to be. Kelly Olynyk, like was uh, like uh, pretty much a. Uh, average defender when it came down to it because he would just be take charges wherever he could. So, like, I don't know, man. I I can't believe they signed him. Do you think him. he has I, PTSD from, like, from doing, like, the choking in the the unnamed cell thing that we're not supposed to talk about anymore? Oh, this is, he got uh, from... Well, he did have to leave was New he York in, in a was hurry. Was he in New York recently? Yeah, last couple was, uh, he, had, he had to leave New York in a hurry, so... <laughs> Does make sense. Um, yeah, somebody check. The, well, you know, credit the credit, credit to the check to the, Brad the Stevens and and the Celtics staff. Like, it doesn't look like they're going to start him. Which yes, it it you know you would have guessed a month ago that Ennis Cantor would be would be the starter. Um, it looks yeah. like Tice is going to get that opportunity, and he's probably the best option we have at this point. I um, mean, he's been good. He's been. Um, he was, he was good in the preseason, and I think the numbers back that up. Um, but big, I, I'm afraid we're going to well, play Cantor, like, way too much, and he's just going to be a negative on both ends. I hope we just – I hope that literally the day December 15th, like, hits. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be advocating in the streets. I will – I'm going to – I'm going to join Justice and Development Party. <laughs> just to like you can get in the uh, like like go out there um but no be a I turkish think, bodyguard yes i will no I, i'm going to be i'm going to join the ultra ultra right uh justice and development party no i think actually no they scared taco fuck that i'm mad at them um the um imagine the, if the taco real... was like a huge dick 
at <laughs> Taco was at, just really mean. mean. Yeah, Taco at, was at just seven foot six. He was just <laughs> Taco's just a huge. Yeah, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the new bet, folks. Taco being mean. Um, <laughs> Taco not tipping. Taco writing on the tip line. Get a real job, idiot. Um, oh, I know. Taco. No, it's impossible to imagine. That's why it's funny. Yeah, that's why it's funny. Um, no, but I, I think that w- I was talking with someone who, uh, let me just say, I know someone who uh, was like looking at cap stuff and what they thought the the Enos Cantor trade would be. What the name they floated to me was uh, Davis Bertans. Currently on the Washington Wizards, where he got exiled when the Spurs thought they were getting Mook. Um, they will almost certainly be terrible and not need anyone to uh, kind of, you know, get them. They're not going to need a good player. Um, and uh, Enos Cantor costs less than Davis Bertans. Um, you know, I'd even be willing to send them, like, the Milwaukee first. That's probably going to be 30th. Like... Why not? Uh, I, I mean, to get Davis Bertans, he's like a really good center in today's league. He's just got the combination of three-point shooting and like being like a pretty you know decent rim protector. So that was that was the name I floated to me. So I thought that was interesting. But he touched know, us last I've, year, and he has the Riftsman endorsement. So that's what I'm saying. It would be a Riffs prophecy sort of uh, coming to life. I, I, I we do have a really rumor. a way to make. Steven Adams come, which is why I bring this up. Sorry, everyone. There's, it's not going to happen. There's pretty much no way. I don't know how on earth they could do that. No. Uh, who Who's reporting that, that Danny Ainge wants to trade for Bradley Beal? Oh, I saw that. Um, I didn't Anybody see with? the source. Uh, somebody said something about the teams that were sni- sniffing around Beal, like the Celtics were one of them. But so, but then they also said the trade package would be like Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and Romeo Langford, which... And Grant Williams, too. It was uh, oh, Brandon was Scoopy Robinson, uh, who I, oh, uh, Scooby, oh, okay, there we go. Wh- I yeah. haven't heard of him, actually. Scooby-Doo. Is he not oh, reputable? He's got a check. Him. He's got a blue check. Yeah, because that means something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Scoops. Uh, so he does not have What's the, the scoop? scoops, baby. <laughs> when you bring me out, can you call me the scooper? <laughs> no, but he's, been right, he's been right about some stuff. You can't, I can't completely like just. Oh, has he really? Saying, yeah, he has. He has. Uh, I mean, they don't oh. call him scoop for nothing. But uh, well, he says uh, Danny Ainge is high on Anthony Davis. I just thought they introduced him as Scooper the first time, and then that was they kind of rammed it. Yeah, according to him, he's Anthony Davis and other Kentucky bigs. Yeah, Yeah, so I'm on Twitter, and it says like who to follow on his page, and it's um, uh, R.I. Abraham, which was the the, the, yeah, that guy. It's literally the first like suggestion of of who to follow, and he was um, he was the Kawhi to the Lakers guy. Yeah, (laughs) he was all in on Kawhi to the Lakers. Yeah, he's back. He tweeted today that the Lakers, in under no circumstances, are in on Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> Don't want. Like, thank you. And that was like, thank that was you, like a, yeah, I know that was his first tweet. Like, thank you. Like two months. <laughs> no, the, the, the tweet. No, okay. No, I actually looked at his profile today. Okay, so the the the, the last tweet before that was something like. 
uh, you know, it seems like uh, actually the Lakers were in the room. It was, it was a retweet he did by somebody, like saying that the Lakers were really close. And the last one was before that it was like, I'm sorry I let everyone down. Look, you get some information right and wrong in this thing. It's always awesome to have your second to last post for like six months be an apology and then like going away for a little bit. That's like the like horny NYU. The Sorry. He retweeted that tweet that was like the Clippers were um, – or Kawhi was like, you need to do something. To, you need to add another player before I can think about it. Like, they they were close, dude. I was right. The Lakers were really – he Kawhi didn't really want to go to the Clippers unless it was Paul George. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Um, let's talk more preseason. Um, Celtics for 4 It was really impressive. The good vibes are back. Thank – no fucked vibes. Hell yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Um, so I'm excited. Uh, I love the rookies. I think everyone else does. Um, there's debate over whether Taco Fall is an NBA player or not. Uh, he's or if he's NBA like a future NBA player. Yeah. Yeah. Just, um, one man's, just one man's opinion. But other than that, everything's good. Um, do we want to quickly bounce around the league? Um like Zion was okay, right? He was solid in preseason. I'd say more yeah, okay. I'd say more than okay. Yeah, I thought he was really, really good. Yeah, I, he looks like about like he looks like the franchise player that you wanted. You know, he, yeah, he like only shot guy. like seventy percent and like eighty percent if you take away the first key. The and the whole like Lonzo Ball looks pretty good mm. too. Like, like, think um, about how many picks the Pelicans have. Yeah, that yeah. team is kind of fun. They're, yeah, uh, yeah, they are. They have. They obviously have an extremely bright future. Yeah. Um, and Brandon Ingram is not on that team. Yes, halfway through the season, they got, right? They got one problem. Yeah, get him the hell out of there. Where Where would they send him to the Knicks? That's the ideal. I hope they send him to the Knicks. It's got to be one of those teams, right? A reclamation project, Orlando, the Knicks, the Wizards. It has to be something like that. Yeah, Wizards. Wizards would probably be. They'd um, probably. The Pelicans take... should like go all in next year. It kind of looks like Zion's going to be like an All Star very quickly, <laughs> and maybe yeah. like an MVP candidate very quickly. Yep. Uh, like, well, are we, like are we prepared for like, the guy to shoot like sixty five percent his rookie year? Um, <laughs> like he he destroyed playoff. Rudy Gobert. <laughs> I don't I don't know if we're all ready like to accept what's coming. Yeah, I see a playoff team already. They went out and got Derek Favors, right? They still have Drew and they have Lonzo. It's they're going to be good. I don't see how they could be a bad team. You put that team in the East and we're talking about them as a top 4 or 5. <laughs> it's not even exaggerating. It's like, I think I guess they're, I really hope good. they're not that good. Yeah. Just because I did see that Bernadoni tweet, and he was like, "Oh, what if the Celtics traded for favors like sometime during the the season?" And I, I would like that trade, not where he um, put Jalen in it necessarily, but if they could make it work with something else, maybe like the maybe a pick. I think favors would be like a very very good choice for center. I don't know what he's making though. Well, I'm looking it up. Uh, wait, that's 2013. Hold on. Who's, yeah, I mean, who, if, if, if they're if they trade Derek Favors, that means that they're in, in dire straits at that point, right? And and then they're looking to cash in on on picks. So I mean, we would get him for cheap. It wouldn't have to be too much. Um, he's on a uh, he's got 
one year left on his contract um, for about yeah, it's 16, what, 16 right? 18 mil, something like that. Yeah, um, that'd be hard to match without. Yeah, that would be a that would be a need smart to match kind of deal. Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking Could you of Jalen, Pelicans um, were smart though. Oh, I'd, I'd become a Pelicans fan. Um, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd become a Pelicans fan for sure. Um, the Celtics apparently offered Jalen Brown four years, eighty mil. No surprise that uh, they haven't made much progress on it yet. But Jalen looks good. I think it take away. No, he's like he should be four one hundred at least. Yeah, take away that first game, and, and he's been doing well. Uh, the area where you kind of want to see the most development is passing. Um, he's made some nice reads, and I don't want to look too much into it, but uh, I like what I've seen so far. Absolutely. I mean, we all love Jalen, right? I think so, it's pretty. Uh, he's my D and D character. Across the board. <laughs> yeah, across the board. <laughs> Celtics fans love Jalen Brown, and they want to see him stay on the team. Uh, I and we all think that not the max would be preferable, but. Shit, dude. I'm not. If 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 the report comes out tomorrow that the Celtics maxed out Jalen Brown, I'm, I wouldn't be upset about it. Just just be like, okay, let's just roll with it. Yeah, I mean, before the summer even started, it was like I crunched the numbers and he's performing at a level of like Clay Thompson in his first two years. And if you think of his contract that he got, which was like 17 million, which was like 26 percent of the cap at that point, that turns into a a cap hit of now is like four one Oh five would be exactly the same percentage. So if you say, okay, he's not exactly as good as clay, even though in almost every statistic he is or what uh, has performed. Yeah. Like four 100 is fair. Like it's not the complete max. It's not like the five year 160, but like he should probably make a hundo. Oh, sorry. I just got a quick question. Like, now, do you think players are are holding on signing anything during this China stuff, or is this something where you want to sign now to lock it in in case anything? Does I mean, shit, yeah, you're gonna want, want to take this cap if you got it. You want to lock it in now, right? It's just, yeah, it might go down. Well, I don't see it going up. A, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because specifically this year you could make more money if you signed right. an extension. Who's the most know. likely player, executive, whatever to? To screw, to screw up the whole China thing. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be Dolan, right? Like he's just. <laughs> no, I no. don't think Dolan cares. I, I'm, I'm mad. Larry's not in the. I'm not. I'm mad. Larry's not in the like team anymore. I think what the funniest, the funniest way this ends is like MJ like ends up in a mahjong parlor and like just loses the the, the team. <laughs> Like, 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 and so then just like some Chinese like syndicate owns the, the Hornets and that's, that's like the funniest outcome. I'm going to save the NBA by selling the team to China. We don't have any like funny owners like really anymore. They're all like mostly, I mean, the, they're all mostly evil. Like there aren't any like. You don't make as ones. much money as an owner without yeah. being like cravenly having no like morals. Yeah. So they're just going to kowtow to whatever they say. So it's not going to be an owner that does it. It would be probably another like, like a GM or a manager of some store. Can we start saying governors? Because uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. so right, governor, yeah, you're the right nomenclature. Do not dead name the governors. Um, clap, clap, clap. I think um, I think it's going to be Sam Decker. 
<laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, wait. No, it has to be no. J.J. Reddick, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> he will start a charity for, like, free speech. No, Sam, Sam Becker is a right-wing guy, and they love opposing China. Uh, Dave Portnoy was on the, uh, the Tucker Carlson... Thing. Oh God! That's 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 a good indication that as much as everyone's like wringing their hands about China being an authoritarian like country and you need to stand up to it, like yes, but like also look around that like the other like um, monsters that you have on your team with this and wonder why that is. <laughs> you know, no, like Rubio and the- Ted Cruz and all these other ghouls. That are all for sticking it to China, and there's a reason for that. I extremely enjoy listening to all the people that are like very vehemently um, saying, "Like, what are your thoughts on China? I'm gonna cut your dick off if you don't give me a goddamn quote for China." And they're like, "Also, shut up if you say anything about America that's not perfect. It's like, do not talk about our concentration camps, or I will kill you." But also. Please tell me about other countries. <laughs> like fuck you, dude. It's gonna be Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> uh, you would, you would pretty oh. much. Matt, you you witnessed that firsthand. He clapped at you. Uh, yeah, we're on good terms though, um, because uh, he he actually uh, he actually, he's a listener. Yes, he's a listener friend of the show. Friend of the show. JP, how's it going? Come on the show, by the way. You still got it. You said you come on. You haven't come on yet. It's all right, show Kendrick. Yeah, real we're quick, we're guys. we're working it out. Okay. So, uh, real quick, guys, I'm on the clock in the uh, anime daughter draft. It's my first pick. I'm trying to um, <laughs> trade back, and nobody wants to. Um, should I go with Homura Atemi from Magical Girl Madoka or Chihaya from Chihaya Faru? Uh, what do you guys think? All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna draft. I'm I'll, mm. all right. I'm gonna draft Chihaya, and I better leave this in the pod. This is a little behind the magic of how how the pod goes. But anyway, let's get the nine cat. Well, no, there's no nine nine cat because we already did the Suns draft. I think the nine cat oh, okay. is a boy. It's a straight head to head. Okay. Okay. Um, what other rookies have stood out? Uh, Matisse Thybul. Um, Sixers fans are going crazy over, and he's uh, he's uh, certainly put up the defensive numbers and has looked a little bit better on offense than you might think. Um, yeah, I watched some of the highlights today. Someone put out uh, his defensive highlights, and yeah, I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty freaking impressive. He is long, and there's a lot of cool recovery stuff that he does that uh, you think you got him, and you don't. You can still get you know a play on the ball. He's he is good. He's incredible. Yeah, I like I, I, I liked him. He's looking more ready than I hoped. Oh, Thibault. Yeah. I, I, we always knew he was going to be good, but you can't feel too bad about it considering how the Celtics managed to operate the other way around. You know. Do you want to walk all I know is that all the thigh boobs all the way. Shout out Wet Buckets, my boy. Yeah, Wet Buckets eighty eight. <laughs> that's one of the good ones. That's all I can see. It's just two racks. Just two juicy racks every time he just <laughs> steals the ball. <laughs> left Pat nipple t- just goes right for it. <laughs> very funny because he seems to be like a like an outstandingly like high character guy, like very nice kid. So him just having fat titties. He's he was the best player on that Washington 
<laughs> you team. <laughs> Go figure. Um, uh, Tyler Hero has also looked good. Um, John Morant also impressed <laughs> in the limited uh, minutes I, I saw him. That like little flick move he had. Uh, that was cool. Um, I'm hoping the Grizzlies like are really bad. This yeah, year. are we still mad about Brandon Clark? I think, I think I'm still a little bit upset about Brandon Clark. I'm worried. I'm worried the Grizzlies aren't going to be terrible. That they're just going to be. Yeah. Oh no, they're going to be bad. They're not. The yeah, I mean, they're starting like a, a skinny rookie point guard who can't <laughs> shoot or play defense. Um, but like Jaron's good already. I don't know, dude. Yeah, yeah Jaren they're going to have a lot. Like, I think really transform them. I think they're gonna have. Get a win. So the West is too good. Their team's really bad. Yes. Yes. There's very yeah. few really bad teams in the West, and they're in that category. I mean, they're still gonna play a lot of games against the East. Like we just saw the Cavaliers. I mean, we're like throwing up our G League's G League team, and we're just like blowing the doors off the Cavs. So I mean, yeah, they play more Western Conference games. But I think they could rack up some wins. Um, I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs, but. What is the top like, eight? It's top eight this year, right? For their pick, Celtics getting the uh, Memphis pick, top eight. I think pick. so. No, I thought. Yeah, I thought I it's like top. Three. No, it's six. They go six, down to six. Right? It oh, went down to six. It was eight uh, last year, six ugh. this year. I think. Actually, if it is six, it's a little bit concerning. But I don't think so, man. I think it's it just, could be like the the twelfth best team or the twelfth worst no. team. They're not a playoff team, that's for sure. Uh, there's just too much youth. I think. I don't know, six and eight. It's going to be a coin flip. The Celtics could use a little bit of luck in the draft, though, after the last year and a half, two years. Hold on, I'm looking it up right now. I hope it's eight. If it's eight, then that shit conveys for sure. If it's six, then we might be in trouble here. But, I mean, I I like the kids. And this could be a very bad team that's really fun to watch. No, you're right. It's it's one through six and then unprotected the following year. So... Okay. Yeah, which is what we want. I guess, but you got to figure like Memphis is at least going to be better <laughs> next year. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, they yeah, are, I guess, they're I also in the West, though. Like, yeah, like I, I guess it's but that that costs like, you two wins on average, right? Something like that. I don't know. So what if, like the, what if this there's a lot pick. of good teams out there? Like who's the floor? Like the Lakers are the only ones. Bro, Lakers are gonna. Yeah, really yeah like who might like? They're drop an Anthony out. Davis away between like being the same spot they were. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're we're gonna talk more basketball in a second, but uh, you know, every, everybody has been uh, clamoring for this. Uh, we've recently seen the squad endorse Bernie Sanders. Uh, will the ATO show follow suit, or will we go down a different path? And then did it forever. No, no, hold on. I'm I'm here to tell you right now we're we're endorse, we're endorsing C Stack and I'm walking off the show if we don't stand by our C Stack endorsement. <laughs> or it could be Marion Williamson. Or yeah, or, or President uh, or Deal. Tulsi, or or Tulsi Gabbard. Um but there's a new Listen. candidate who's announcing his run. He, he's an expert on China. Um he's running on the, the classical liberal ticket. Um it, it's friend of the show, uh Nate Duncan. And he sent us a special clip announcing his run. Let us listen. You know, hey, we have our problems we can't criticize, but I, I, the implication here that, like, you know, our problems are as bad as, like, 
the issues there. Like, no way. I, I completely reject that notion. Like, yeah, we have a, a lot of issues. I don't need to get into domestic politics. I think most people listening to this program know what those are, and I sympathize with many of those. But, uh, no, we don't actually have uh, a million Uyghurs in uh, concentration camps for exercising their, their religion. No, like, we actually have uh, a democratically elected government. Yeah, we actually do have freedom of speech. Yeah, we don't have the great firewall here. So, yeah, we've got some issues. Uh, the murder rate is too high. There's a, a lot of problems. But to say that we're anywhere on the same level as some of these issues with this authoritarian regime, uh, which was the implication there, I really didn't care for. Well, inspiring stuff. We don't, Fuck yeah, we don't have concentration camps at the border that are just all wait, these brown wait. people. I wanna, it's not happening. Hold on. It's really hold just on. like... Dude, that, that's so fucking cool that Nate Duncan's, like, first critique of America is the murder rate's too high. That rock, dude. <laughs> yes. He's so cool. He's so good. Oh, I love him. Like, I kind dude, of unironically love him. Murder he to excellence by um, West. Well, enough waiting. Uh, the ATO show endorsement is in. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Efren, drum roll, please. Uh, on, on behalf of, on behalf of Sixers Adam, uh, the ATO show officially endorses... Amy Klobuchar. Apparently, Sixers Adam. If you're listening, to it, you can just break my back any day. Just it's ready for you. Just no, take it. Six, Sixers Adam take admires the way she treats her staff, and uh, he follows her. He follows her lead in that in that way as well. Mm-hmm. Like in the way that she treats her staff, Sixers Adam. He he treats us in the same way, and it's you know, yeah. it's, we just we really love. You know, working for him and and doing this 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 podcast that he owns that he bought. Um, Did he throw an Xbox controller at my face and scar me above my eyeball? Maybe. Did well, I learn a lesson? You, you shouldn't have talked. You shouldn't Am have talked back to person. Him? Of course. So you just got to learn. That's the. All right. So um. To, to wrap up this this show here, um, I, I want to know what you guys are are most looking forward to this season not having uh like expectations or drama let's fucking have fun that's all i care about it's just, it was just a lot of pressure last year and uh Kyrie made it even worse and i think that uh we're gonna have fun again this is gonna be uh reminiscent of the puck rock celtics let's fucking go yeah i think you know kind of just managing the personalities in the locker room you know with the addition of Kyrie Irving with the addition of uh DeAndre Jordan i think it's going to be tough you know with a team like you know we had D'Angelo Russell last year <laughs> <laughs> and you know it, it, the team went over so much change uh in the off season and it's going to be you know it's going to be it's going to be tough to see because, you know, the group the group really is still young and we're going to have to see if Karis LeVert can improve. We're going to have to see if Rodion's Karuk's, you know, obviously pending his legal troubles and if it's on and Musa is ready. So I'm just looking forward to, you know, seeing how, how you know, the locker room uh, gets managed, you know, from last year to this year. I'm really excited for the Bill Clinton selfies courtside. I'm also excited <laughs> for the amount of hot sauce that is going to be thrown around in inside bags at all times i'm also excited for the celtics listen here folks write it down put it in your bucket bye 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 the celtics are going to have the best record in the west uh playing the western conference teams in the eastern conference because guess what they're not going to have they're going to have the best airfare in the nba courtesy of the lolita express they're going to be rejuvenated every time they go west 
they're going to win those games. It's going to be awesome. By the Celtics. That's what I'm looking forward to. Sam. <laughs> oh, it's a, you'd like me to I go. Was, okay. I was drinking <laughs> seltzer and I spit it everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm with the riffs, man. I'm, I'm with what everyone else has been saying. No more fucked vibes. Um, you, you know, I, I think that's just the thing with this team. I think that having a young team that can develop instead of like a team where everyone's mad at each other and everything sucks shit is, I don't know, it really affected our team last year. And I'm kind of, I'm trying to reverse jinx the Sixers into having a year like that this year. I think that would be awesome if they had the exact same year we had, but like last year, or this year, if like Ben Simmons just got insanely mad at everybody. But yeah, and I really think the Celtics team could be good. I really think they could win. They have like an outside chance if they like catch matchups right of like winning a second round playoff series. Um, I think getting to the like the actual finals is probably a bridge too far. But I think like if they got to the conference finals. That's like all that and more. That's like a that's like a best case scenario for me, and I think that would be really great. I mean, honestly, as long as it's not like just a, an absolute dog shit season, I'm probably going to be pretty like pretty pleased with it. And you know, just someone something as easy as Carson just being a cool ass motherfucker is like making things really really cool. Anyone got any impressions or? Uh... Anything stupid to say? <laughs> I'm, I'm I mean, dude, I, I've got I've got plenty. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah, let's check it out. I got a good business opportunity for us to get into together, okay? Now, oh, I've wow, Bill. To my wife. <laughs> I've been talking to my wife, and she's been saying that, you know, no longer does she care about me in bed or, you know, me, you know, sexually. But I think that is you, you and me can get into stuff together, okay? <laughs> I can't do something. <laughs> Bill, Bill, are you taking are you taking the over on the Celtics this year? I need gambling advice. Now listen, man, listen. I think the Celtics they got they got a real good chance to do something big this year, but it all depends on Kimba. Kimba, and you know, I wish they had more players from Arkansas because the Razorbacks have always been good at basketball. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Bill, that's enough. I love when you talk sports, but we've got to go. We've got uh, ice hot pizza for ourselves at home. Pizza. Come get Chilling. the pizza, Bill. Remember, you had me order the pizza from the new delivery guy because our old delivery guy can't do it anymore. Pizza, Bill. It's it's like from that place with with up up in the sky. What was that thing that that happened with the stars flying? Starflyer pizza? Is that what it was called? I think you might be thinking of a comet. Comet ping pong. <laughs> Let me just tell. <laughs> Let me just tell you that if I were in the race, you wouldn't need to worry about my heart growing three sizes and exploding <laughs> like Bernie's, because I'm the Grinch. <laughs> um, not to me, sis. <laughs> right. Watch me whip. Watch me nay nay. 
that note. <laughs> hold on, uh, hold on. I can do it. No, 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 hold on, hold on. I want to get one more good Hillary as well. Here, start wrapping up the show. I'm going to think of another good one to end the show on. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up. <laughs> All right. Well, as we wrap things up here, um, I, don't, I don't know where I'm going with this. I've lost my brain. It's abandoned me. <clears throat> um, but uh, you heard uh, Sam Sheehan, my brother Jonathan, Jack Michael, Efren, the Jacker. <laughs> and Daryl Morey. Uh, we'll see you next time here on the ATO Show. I might think that Bernie's heart is a bomb because he had to summon the squad to deactivate it. <laughs> Bernie did not get an email that his heart was about to burst. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Nate Silver, I, I just want to say that uh, if, 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 if you're looking at hand jobs, then you have to think about the, the, <laughs> the actual technique that the hand job is performing. But it can't be too old of a hand job because the electorate doesn't really enjoy old people doing hand jobs. You really think about uh, the modern president, or I mean hand job, is uh, 55 years old. That's the median age of a a proper hand job. So, you know, you really have to take that into account when you're ranking these um, hey. serious. Hey, hey, thanks, 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 Nate. Um, t- Tommy Vitor here from Pod Save America, and I just want to point out that a lot of times when uh, an electorate is talking about hand jobs, you know, they're talking about um, they, they just want to get to completion. They're not really interested in the frills and sort of the differentiation that Bernie Sanders makes when he says um, he wants that good gook all up in his belly button. Um, that's not something the electorate is really interested in. And, you know, someone who I think I see uh, presenting a a lot of these solutions in a very interesting way is Amy Klobuchar. She has really uh, stepped up, say that she will grab right a hold of anyone's wiener and give a very punishing and, uh, frankly, dick-breaking handjob. You know, Tommy, Tommy, I think you're you're very – you're on to something with the the Klobuchar. She has, like, an unbelievable, unbelievable uh, – fundamental um domination uh appearance and you know everybody likes to be domed a little bit and uh, even i yeah. in the bedroom i like to get it you know a little bit in the peg so yep. it feels good sometimes <laughs> if i'm in the mood um and i think a lot of americans will re- really identify with that and you'll see it in the yes. polls yes oh absolutely absolutely you're seeing now what is the number one search porn um thing on in america right now what, what's the connection it's stepmoms, folks. Stepmoms, stepsisters, you can't get away from this. America is returning to familiarity. That is what Trump has done. He has rendered the American psyche and has driven us to return to uh, sort of more familiar pursuits. We're scared of you know, the othering of the other people. And that is where Amy Klobuchar really shines. She's got a great stepmom energy. She seems like she will um, d- discipline you. And, um, and she will also um, uh, berate you. Um, if you're uh, sort of a, a bottom, you know, this is something that um, you really uh, got, got, got to be um, looking for. Also, you know, uh, I, I do not deserve 
um, to watch Amy Klobuchar if she wants to step on me with her big luxurious feet, if she wants to uh, sort of pleasure herself with sort of a bull or a stud or something like that. I could watch from the corner. Tommy, do you know who do, does not want a hand job? Uh, uh, that's Ber- Bernie Sanders. Uh, he wouldn't be able to handle a hand job. He'd probably die, if we're being honest. He'd uh, fucking I die. Think- <laughs> He's a fucking dead. He's going to die. He's dying. He's dying. You know, if you, I, I, over the weekend, I spent a lot of time, and I developed this st- st- stat, um, and I put it on my website, uh, 69420, and um, it's called Raymond. Um, and Raymond <laughs> really, really ranks Bernie Sanders in the, the lowest quintillion. Um, if you look at the spreadsheet, um, he's in the bottom corner, and uh, not, very, not very favored in the Raymond stat. Um, his asshole is just too tight to fit any implement. So uh, yeah. there's really just not that much ecstasy happening with Bernie Sanders. I, 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 I couldn't agree more. Uh, we are looking at um, – we, we here at Pod Save America, you know, we have a, our, our friend of the pod thing. Uh, Bernie Sanders um, is not a friend of the pod. He is a friend of the hog. And as we all know, women hate <laughs> giant fat-cocked uh, stallions. So you know who they, you know who they do love? They love guys who eat messy box, who really, you know, get all around in there, and that is Joe Biden. Joe Biden will eat messy box. He'll go down on you for 15 to 22 seconds, come up and say, was that good for you, Betsy? Even though, you know, your name is Daphne, and it is the 1950s, he'll give you the money for the abortion because he believes that that is how babies are made, uh, and he will go get himself screened for throat cancer. Best box because you know the teeth—they're not there permanently. They'll, they can be removed, and it's it's great box. It's great box. What what, what is going on, guys? <laughs> <laughs> what what am I listening I to? I stepped away for a second. I was just kind of like.